How many people, man? Oh, really? Ain't nobody gonna say no shit on this plane? We can't hear you. You can't hear me? Donald Trump, baby! That's right, this man knows what's up. We got some Hillary bitches on here? Come on, baby! Trump! That's what I thought, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, baby. Donald Trump! It's your presence, every goddamn one of you. If you don't like it, too bad. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Happy Thanksgiving there, Harrison. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, and I'd just like to say that I, <clears throat> I uh, hereby disavow with the following groups. Uh, the Ananurba, the Thule Society... And uh, Madame Blavatsky's Church of Theosophy. I, I hate just, the Thule Society. I Never know. liked those guys. Yeah. Yep. Seriously. I, I just have to formally denounce them at this point, and uh, I'm not, you're not going to be seeing me anymore, guys. Sorry. I'm glad you got that out of the way. Yeah. Because I, I remember when, uh, when you, we first started doing the show, mm. uh, you had that Thule Society patch, back patch on your jacket, yep. and I was like, okay, yeah. you know... It's a little questionable. Yeah, and Baron von Wessenschaft was always like hanging around my house with his fucking tankard mm. veil. You know, we we, were, we we talked ancient secret societies. It was fine. So but you're no cool. more. No so more. So you're cool with the Shriners. That's good. That's fine. They're, They're fine. fine. Yeah. All right. They 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 throw great charity events for children and drive those little cars. I right. love that funny car madness. The the little hats. Yeah. The fez hats. Fezes. All right, well, I'm glad you still like that. Stonecutters, stonecutters are fine. They're fine. Masons right. are fine. Masons. Freemasons. Oddfellows. Oh, good. The Oddfellows yeah. get a pass. Mm -hmm. All right, well, as long as that Thule Society's out of here, I'm happy. <laughs> They're done. Sorry, so, Baron. So uh, Thanksgiving, is this, is this one of your favorite holidays? Where, on, the, on the pantheon of holidays, where does this one scale? Like, where does it rank? It's like I get to have home-cooked food, which I don't really have very often do you go back home to your family Fuck or do no. you do it out here i do it out here so my basically my thanksgivings radically changed when i moved here in that i don't go back home for them where i used to always go back home does that break your mother's heart does she I'm sure it does is she just upset she's just like harrison isn't here yeah. <laughs> i'm sure yeah. my life is in shambles why does she talk like Gollum from know. Lord of the Rings? That's, that's how I figure okay. all old, older Jewish women, okay. non-Jewish women, whatever. Older women, they all speak like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I hate Thanksgiving. always hated Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, now that you know, my parents are dead, and uh, if I was going to go do Thanksgiving, I'd probably just go do it with my sister, even though they don't really care. Right. But now that I'm in a relationship, mm. I have no choice but to go spend Thanksgiving with her family. Because yeah. I, I mean, it's my, my brother and sister don't. I mean, my sister might have just like she'll be like, I, I got pizza. Sometimes they'll do Thanksgiving, but usually she doesn't really care. Mm. So I don't. Ha I can't say like, oh, it's my family wants to do Thanksgiving this year. So it's always and and, and my girlfriend like her whole family gets into it. Yeah, like it's not only her immediate family, her extended family, even grandparents. Huh. When's the last time you dealt with a girlfriend's grandparents? 
not too long ago, but she was kind of out of it. She was like, ah, you know, and she barely spoke English. The girlfriend or the grandparent? The 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 grandparent. <laughs> the grandparent. I was about to say, where did you find her? <laughs> uh, just at the bus station. You know. So wait, around. she was uh, she was kind of she was just the, the mother had like dementia or something. Well, the grandmother. No, she was just old and also didn't speak much English, mostly Armenian. So. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. have to really. Mm. Oh, that's all right. Then you don't have to yeah. deal with anything. No, I didn't. You See, know, I, just I'm, look at old pictures and be like, okay, hmm, look at that. I'm going to deal with a conservative, you know, East Coast elderly couple mm-hmm. who have never met me before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, and they're, they're mentally coherent. So I'm going to have to, you know, like have a conversation, have to chat with them. And like, you know, I have to, I, you know, I, I always like, I'm not really good at uh, taking on like a pretense. Like I'm not, I'm not good at just pretending to be someone I'm not. That's probably why I, I, I don't do very well in the corporate world. Right. Because I don't kiss ass very well. I also just don't, you know, I, I don't self-censor. And so... So you're basically, you're comparing yourself to Sidney Poitier's character and guess who's coming to dinner. Is that, wh- is that where you're going with that this, That is Steve? where I'm going. Okay. I'm very, very it's similar absurd. to Sidney Poitier. Every asshole has tattoos, dude, nowadays. It's no, fine. But, no, it's not even just tattoos. It's oh. just like having to be like, oh, so what do you, what do, you do? And, yeah. and just like, and I, you know, it's just tough. But, but uh, tattoos, okay. though, are still yeah. an issue on the East Coast with people, especially older people. Are they? Uh, they I don't think they understand it. Well, the further not east you go, to it. the more formal people get, like like and aggressive. So it's like, you know, obviously New York is more formal and aggressive than L.A., and London is even more formal and aggressive than both of those. I places. mean, to be honest, I think uh, they have grandchildren that have tattoos. So I don't think mm-hmm. it's that as big of a deal. I have grandchildren with yeah. tattoos. <laughs> I'm Catherine Hepburn for some reason. But it's been a while since I've yeah. had to deal with that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I miss, you know what I miss? I miss Thanksgiving, like when I first moved to San Francisco. Right. Because uh, what we used to do for Thanksgiving back then is, it was kind of like an orphan Thanksgiving, where we would just go and just get fucking wasted. Just go to yeah. Tenderloin bars, get super drunk. You know how like some of those like shitty dive bars used to have their own Thanksgiving? And like they'd have Thanksgiving oh, yeah. at the bar. Yeah, yeah, And it good. would be like those uh, tinfoil like right. trays, and then there'd be a bunch of stuffing, and it'd be a bunch of like, you know... Um, wayward drunks right just like you know taking a ladle and just spooning a bunch of food and then the you foxy just... lady in providence rhode island yeah i, yeah. I enjoyed doing that legs and, then, and eggs yeah that was like some of my favorite mm. thanksgiving memories Good but stuff. now you know i feel like uh you know i'm an i'm an older man and i'm in a relationship and when yeah. you're in a relationship you have to do stuff like this right like go spend thanksgiving with your girlfriend's family sure so yeah you, know. you gotta do you gotta do stuff and i'm you know it should be all right it should yeah. be all right i'm uh definitely gonna bring a lot of marijuana Right. Okay. That's yeah, fair. That, that kind of helps me get through the weekend. Yeah. I actually wish I could go home, um, but I just cross country travel like ages me rapidly. I, I just try to do it as little as possible. Don't you have to do it for uh, Christmas? Yeah, I do it for Christmas. So why That's would it. you do both? I'm not doing. Yeah, both. you couldn't do yeah. both. Yeah, I'd kill I would. It. I'd die. I would seriously. I would. Yeah, I would like mm. go full on ISIS terrorist. <laughs> and that, I mean, that would be terrible. I couldn't even imagine. Mm-hmm. I heard that uh, in O'Hare, they're planning on uh, doing a Thanksgiving strike. At the at the airport in Chicago, why? Because I oh you don't know why because they want to get paid fifteen bucks an hour. Like Jesus baggage Christ. handlers want to make fifteen bucks an hour. Pay I was like, the motherfuckers fifteen dollars an hour. I, I read damn. that. I read that and I was like, why aren't they being paid yeah. fifteen bucks an hour? I mean, the motherfuckers are like sitting in like fucking five degree temperature, moving your bags and then, on the planes, yeah. and then you recreate. You have to recreate fucking planes, trains, and automobiles. 
and, know, and if they, scenes from that film. And if they're not putting your bags on these planes, um, if they're not like helping you board the plane, then you're not traveling. Yeah. And then it's just going to be complete insanity. Right. So, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, Fear Trump fixes that. Well, yeah, once <laughs> when he brings back the shipyards and the steel mills, we'll be all set. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah once, we'll have once, once industry yeah. returns. Right, yeah. When yeah. we go back to a manufacturing economy. <laughs> uh, let's, you know what? Let's just go back further to a pre-industrialized uh, society. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. With uh, bartering. Bartering. I, I yeah. could see that. Children in the mines. Making everything. America great again. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what happens. That's how, that's how it works. I just want to send children to the mines as Santa Claus. <laughs> Do you think Trump is into cuckolding? No. You don't think so? Is it cuckolding no. or cuckolding? He's an alpha bro. He's an alpha. No You're alf. saying alpha bros, alpha males are not into cuckolding? Those who fancy themselves alpha males are not into cuckolding. You don't think he's ever asked Melania, like, hey, no. you want to have sex with Giuliani? I don't think he's... I, I want to watch you have sex with Giuliani. You don't think he's ever said that? I think he's a fundamentally non-complex man. Hmm. Um, Are you I, just saying that based on his uh, diction, like the way he speaks? Yeah, and everything I've ever heard about him and <laughs> seen him say and do in his life? Yes, that's what I'm basing that on. I don't know. What about the Jeffrey Epstein parties? Well, that's just fucking, you know? That's fine. Yeah, but I mean, you never know. Orgy Island. What goes on in Orgy Island stays in Orgy Island. Yeah, but, uh, you know, whatever. Is, is fucking a 20-year-old really that different from fucking a 16-year-old? I just Not feel really, like, I feel like Trump, in my opinion. I feel like Trump and, uh, and his ilk, like those guys, they get to the point where they have so much power that they need to get off in different ways because right. it's like just regular fucking just doesn't do it, do it anymore. Right. So that's why I'd like, I feel like those guys would be the type of guy that he'd be like, you know, Melania, I wouldn't mind seeing you getting banged by Newt. Right. Gingrich. <laughs> While Huckabee yeah. getting his dick sucked. Do you think that would happen? That fucking mutant. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, that'll happen. But the thing is, there's the, the people who, who subscribe to the weird, like, Franklin cover-up version of reality in which every, every major politician, as soon as they get initiated into being a major politician, they basically have to fuck a seven-year-old. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like everybody has videos of everybody else fucking a seven-year-old and that's why it's mutually assured destruction for everyone like yeah that, that that's simple that well, sounds uncomplicated sure isn't that what they do in the church of scientology to keep you in the church uh they don't make you fuck a seven-year-old they just film you telling all of your okay secrets. Say, okay saying yeah. that you did fuck a seven-year-old at yes. one point yeah I can, I can I can see that. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason I brought up uh, cuckolding is that mm -hmm. uh, I read an article that the cuckolding fetish yes is on the rise. Is it it's, just because people have been saying cucks a lot, and then they're well, looking it up, and they're like, "Hey, that sounds fun." You know that, that well, they do point that, yeah. that like Google searching for yeah. Uh, cuckolding yeah is uh, has has increased in the past stuff. Uh, is months. it related to the election, or is it just that people are really excited about Canterbury Tales again for some reason? <laughs> is that what is that what's going <laughs> the on? Code. Yeah, um, you know, I don't know. That's that's what I was wondering if the, if if the fetish is becoming in vogue, or if it's mm. trending, or if it's the fact that the word cuck. Is being used yeah. and people don't understand what that means. I hear you wear cuckold horns, sir. Cuckold horns. <laughs> so the fetish of cuckolding. Yes. Where men allow other men to have sexual relationships with their wives ah, yes. is on the rise. Mm -hmm. um, the cause isn't mm -hmm. clear, but psychologists have suggested everything from repressed male bisexuality to men being proud of their wives' liberated sexuality. Okay. 
I don't know if either one works right there, but uh, have have you noticed? You're you're a fetish guy. You're yes. a guy that's into your fetishes. Right. You're in the scene. <laughs> you know, you hang out with your your munches and your fat lip. Have you noticed? Is there a trend right now with the uh, cuckolding in the fetish community with all your fat pals? It's not a big thing amongst the fet life people. I think it's it's more of a swingers thing. I think it's not hmm. so much with the like the the, like the hardcore fetishes. The, yeah, it's not really a thing with the hardcore. And and if it is, it's just called polyamory. You know. Yeah. Well, um, when did it become? Did it and become? It's, and those are and those are just the fucking parameters of said polyamory. Who's telling who what and who's watching what and whatever. Well, with polyamory, yeah. it seems like both. You know, the husband and the wife can go have sex with others. Whereas right. I thought, like, and there's supposed to be there's like a. This is what every this is what annoys me about fetish people is that there's like a way to do it. There's a way you're supposed to do it, and then there's a way you're not supposed to do it, or something, which is every other way. The way you're supposed to do it is total transparency on both sides. Yeah. So where you're completely open, yeah, and yeah. don't don't you often ask for permission? Or you introduce them to the... Uh, Some shit like that. I don't yeah, know. I've heard that. Yeah. But with cuckolding, though, I thought cuckolding involved an element of like humiliation. Like the yes, man wants to be humiliated by his wife yeah. having sex with someone else and then right. hearing about it, hearing We're, the details. Yes, and that is why it was, uh, you know, it's all interracial cuckolding has always been more popular than regular cuckolding. Because that just uh, enhances the yeah, humiliation? Yeah, you'll never... Yeah, it's rare you'll ever see like, you know... Uh, a black guy watching his wife fuck a white guy, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Because it's uh, it 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 goes to the old this old idea of you know that uh, I believe what Eldridge Cleaver, which <laughs> what Black Panther and uh, admitted rapist Eldridge Cleaver called the super masculine menial, which is what he described the um, the original role of the African man in American society it was a super masculine menial. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and 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 sometimes the fucking would come into play in that role. So are you saying like slave traders used to have like a a large black slave fuck their wife in front of them? It goes back to that those times. Yes, it does. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that. I remember I dated uh, Holly Stevens, who has been on the show. Um, she was a porn star, but she also did a lot of dom work. Yeah, and one of her uh, one of her clients was this kind of like. I, yeah, I met him a few times. Yeah. And this dude would like just buy her shit all the time. Or if he came to, to San Francisco, he'd take her out to dinner. And I remember one time going out to dinner with him and his wife. And this guy mm. was like just this kind of fat, gross looking man. Yeah. Um, probably mid 50s. And his wife was, I don't know, maybe 30. Mm-hmm. And she was Eastern European. Really attractive. Right. Um, and I, I think obviously there was a, you know, he probably bought her or something or some kind of contract with that marriage. But one of the things that she liked, and or he he was into too, is being cuckolded. Hmm. And what she would do is she would go to a club, pick up two black dudes, sure, come back, have sex in front of them. Like he'd be, he would watch them both, like you know, double teaming his wife, and then she would make him drink the semen out of her vagina. Uh-huh. Yeah, like that's it called drip like into his face. Rocket ship launch or something. Isn't, that, isn't there a <laughs> word know, for that? I, okay. I don't know, but I remember like hearing about that. And even like Holly was like, yeah, yeah. isn't that kind of gnarly? And Actually, like, one time uh, yeah. a girl Have demanded, you done that? well, a girl, no, not that particularly, but a girl <laughs> demanded that I suck the uh, semen out of her asshole because I just came in her ass. Well, isn't that called filching? Yeah, I tried to do it. You can't do it. 
<laughs> but you, I wait, can't. You, I can't. You tried to suck your own semen or someone else's semen. My own. And you. Yeah. And why couldn't you do it? It just, I, doesn't, it just doesn't work. It's science. I don't know. What if she's but, standing but on top again, of you? I can't inflate a balloon. So I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a bad example of whether or not that's possible. I'm sorry. You know, this is a good story for the Thanksgiving yeah. dinner table. The one time you tried to felch your own semen out of a girl's asshole. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, when I brought my bio dad to the Thanksgiving I go to every year, he went on some long speech about how the, you know, the, the black stone at Mecca is actually a vulva shaped meteor what I, he was just where did he where did he find this out uh, he's a smart guy he knows a lot of stuff i guess actually if you think about it it's actually I would make a, a meteor rock that. that looks like a vulva that was originally worshipped by pagan tribes who worshipped as a fertility symbol so yes that is actually true so mecca is was actually yeah. worshipped that that's it's been a fucking there space vagina centuries. it's a space vagina that's what they're fucking all praying towards it's a space vagina Maybe, ah! maybe the Muslims really do know what they're talking about. They do. Yeah. Hmm. It's like Space Jam 2, right? <laughs> so online communities dedicated to this topic are, are becoming very popular. Yeah. Google searches for the fetish peaking this week having more than doubled this week in the, than they have in the past 12 years. Hmm. And th- I think that's related to uh, the prevalence of the word cuck. Thanks, Moon Man. Yeah, I blame hmm. Moon Man, I blame the alt-right, and I blame Steve Bannon for calling right. people cucks. Well, it's when, you know, people get into new stuff. That's exciting. Opening your mind. Yeah. Um, one man explained how he'd been married to his wife for two years. Yeah. Before confessing that he fantasized about her, about watching her with another man. Hmm. Have you ever had that fantasy? Not really, no. You know, I wonder... I'd try it, but I, I don't trust myself, because sometimes I do get weirdly jealous. I And do, I can I'm, see myself doing that I'm way too jealous to do yeah. that I just don't want to see it I would be mm. upset I'd be pissed off and I wouldn't be like okay I'm turned on it, yeah. that would not turn me on it would do the opposite mm. and, I, and not that I'm like some crazy possessive guy it's just I don't want to see it Right. I mean if it happened I'm not going to be happy about it <laughs> but I mean I don't want to condone it Right. nor, uh, nor like you know, masturbate while watching it um, another married woman here that they spoke to said her husband texted her messages of encouragement when she was trying to seduce the man that they both agreed on. Uh-huh. She called her husband that night, shaking like a leaf. She says not only was he ecstatic, he wanted details, photos, and the whole story when, uh, when he got home from work. Yeah. And then when he got home, she told him everything, and it aroused him so much that they had sex. Huh. So what, what, this dude's getting off on knowing that his wife is getting off, like that she's being um, satisfied sexually yes. by another man. Right. It's a, it's a weird fetish. I wonder where this comes from. Uh, it's, like a, it's like a voyeurism, a humiliation, you know? So do you think, though, uh, I mean, is this something that would happen? I, don't, you know, I, I think it probably happens more often with married couples. Right. Because I think it gets to the point when you've been married for like three or four years. It's like, what do you do? Yeah, you got to you know? do something. And I, I just wonder if it happens as often with uh, with with you know non married couples and right. people are just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Like yeah, have, I mean, have you ever had sense. a girlfriend bring this up? Uh, no, I haven't. And neither have I. Yeah. Um, not all men are so relaxed about it. Uh, one guy described how he's like playing a game with his wife, whereby she's allowed to sleep with another man at a time, with just one other man at a time, and she can't switch men for more than once a month. And here's the fun part. He said she can't let me catch her. Or she can't fuck the guy for three months. <laughs> That's, just, I, I, I didn't even follow that. And first of all, that just sounds like the premise of a movie starring Jennifer Aniston and, and, and fucking Jason Bateman for some reason. You know? 
that I'm surprised they don't make a movie with yeah. those two named called Cuckold. Yeah. And it's like a couple that's new, you know, like a yeah. romant, a rom-com. They're yeah. new to the whole cuckolding fetish, and it's like all the hijinks with trying to, like, you know, Jason Bateman trying to set up Jennifer Aniston with David Schwimmer. Right. Yeah, I, I can see this working. Yeah. Let's, let's uh, maybe write that after, uh, after the show. All right. Um, they interviewed this doctor here, the author of a book called Insatiable Wives, Women Who Stray and the Men Who Love Them. Mm. And he said... Uh, and maybe due to the simple act of just doing something that's just so frowned upon in society. Right. And so it's the transgression. You know, that's why they, they get off on that. Which is kind of common, but that just seems like so, I don't know, obvious. Well, it, you know, it's, it's an upper class solution, as hmm. some people call it. Well, they say, he says it's essential to grasp that what might be humiliating about imagining one's wife having sex with another mm. man is in its idealized formulation transformed into something not humiliating at all, but just really erotic. Okay. And so I, you know, I wonder if that's the the whole part of the race element that's you know involved with that. Well, yeah, it goes back to the old ideas of of uh, you know black men being extra masculine. And so they're just the fact that their wife is just getting off even yeah. more than like they feel that they could please her. Yes. Hmm. You know, hmm. one time a woman asked me to wear a cock sheath. Did I tell this? Did I? Talk about this at all? <laughs> how did that? How did that come up? She had like a horse cock fetish or something. So you wait. You put on the uh, uh, sheath so that you have a bigger dick. Wow. Yeah. So it's almost like you wore a strap on. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't do it. I was why, like, why didn't you do it? I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And it was like she wanted like it, it wasn't just that. It was like a fucking wolf man penis. It was like a, an imaginary creature penis. You so know? wait, it was like a werewolf penis. Did you yeah. have to wear a mask? Or it was like a fucking Cthulhu penis. I don't even something weird. I don't remember what it was. Too weird for you. It, not too weird for me. Like I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll do that. Like I was annoyed that I had to do it. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll do that. Um, and uh, I think we broke up before I ever had to do. It. Oh, she also wanted me to do double penetration, and by that I mean two dicks, one hole. With another, with another, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have it, so wait, were you just? I like, wasn't did you really, bulk at that. You're like, nah, I'm not gonna do I it. I wasn't really looking forward to that either, to be honest. That, but that's another thing. It's like you're basically saying that you, you're. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if technically that's the same as cuckolding because you're participating, right? But I mean, at the same time, it's like you're basically watching another dude fuck your girlfriend. I mean, this is what happens wife. when you meet people on FetLife, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you but I mean, up. I think that's the whole part of the good giving game. It's yeah. like if you're not the the one thing that's weird about this cuckolding fetish to me is that it, it seems like it happens with like a married couple who've been married for a couple of years, and then the guy just brings it up. Mm. Uh, how often does that happen? It's like you're already married, you didn't know anything about this. And then two years into the marriage, he's like, so, you know, I really want to see you getting triple teamed by uh, three black dudes. Yeah, that is weird. I guess that's what happens when people get married young. Yeah. Because a lot of times you don't even realize this shit till you're like in your 30s, you know? Well, that, that's kind of how I feel with me. It's like at this point, it's like I'm 40. I guess yeah. I can get married now. And it's like, you know, right. it's not like I'm, I'm that, you know, I'm, I don't need any more notches on my belt. Like I don't right. have to go. Sure. You know, I'm not taking like weekend trips to Orgy Island anymore. Okay. Maybe well, if I was a wealthy businessman. Jeffrey Epstein sends this sad, sad note. But I've you. done a lot in my time. And that's the thing. It's like, mm -hmm. I feel like if you get, you know, you get married right out of high school, like at 21 or 22, it's like sexually, I don't think you've really expanded your horizons, you know, or even know what's going on. Well, there's quality and there's quantity, D. That right? is true. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I kind of regret both. Um, like, you know, I'm, I'm beyond 
quantity. I'm, I, I, I'm, it does not interest me. Quantity. I, I'm embarrassed by the quantity, but okay. hey, you know. Yeah. But that, but that's the thing. Yeah, I think it's it. It definitely at my at my age now, it's quality. Is, I'm sure is you've important. had sex with like. You know, at Enough. least five times more women than I have. <laughs> Enough, I'm sure, and it's just yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. But um, but you know, whatever. I mean, it's like it's it's called yeah. life. But I just think it's weird that uh, you wouldn't reveal this before you got married. You married because then what's what's going to happen with your wife's just like no, because it's yeah. Like, but a lot of stuff you don't realize. You know, you might I, not realize it when you get married that you're into that. How often do women two years in the marriage just like you know what? I really want to see you fuck like five women in front of me. I guess yeah, I mean, so. do women get off? I mean, I didn't really become sexually liberated until I was about 33, the age Christ yeah, was you when he was married. crucified on the cross. I wasn't married. Yeah, that's But if I had been, if I had gotten married at 29, like a lot of people, I yeah. would have been like, oh, okay. Um, honey, we should start fucking everything <laughs> that walks on two legs and some with four. I mean, I wonder three. if that's what like the swinger community is all about. It's like, especially in like, uh, you know, repressed communities, like right. in the Midwest. Like, I wonder if it's, it gets to the point where it's like, you know, we got married right out of high school and we never really, and then we just started having kids and we never really even got to enjoy, you know, sexuality. And then right. it's like, that's where you find like the swingers that go to like take trips to Florida once a year. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how I've always wondered. I've always, swingers always kind of creep me out. It, there's something creepy about the car keys. I it just, you know, and 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 fondue, and 70s stuff. It just all mixed in together in my mind, it's and it's the weird. Predatory vibe. Okay, that's what yeah. I, I've been to parties with their swingers, and they're just kind of the way they look at you, like they're trying to assess whether or not what you're down for. It's like I wonder if he's going to be down for strapping on the Wolfman penis. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, that, there you go. I, I think with the uh, prevalence of the word cuck, the popularity of the word cuck. I think a lot of these guys that throw it around are going to end, end up like exploring the fetish of cuckolding. Sure. You know, because I think they probably what they want to really experience <laughs> is seeing a liberal man fuck their uh, conservative wife. Oh, I see. That's yeah, that's, that's kind of, you know, that's I wonder if that's going to happen. Like a like an Al Franken, Bill O'Reilly kind of mix up. Right? I wonder if uh, what what would happen like a guy like Richard Spencer, you know, who's uh, yeah. the head of the, the, the oh, alt-right the, movement. The man who called uh, Jews soulless golems. But do you think what if his yeah. fetish is having a soulless golem fuck, one, fuck Ooh, his wife in front of him? That's hot. What would that be called? I don't even know. Um, Der Golem Fuchstangen. <laughs> uh, you know Hitler is yeah. probably into cuckolding. Oh, sure. I'm sure he's yeah. into some weird shit. Well, he'd have Blondie fuck uh, Eva Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I his, heard about his German that. Shepherd. See, that's not even You didn't hear about it because I just made it up. No, I heard I... <laughs> I literally just made it up. No, I heard he uh, yeah. was into like some weird... But I heard he was into like uh, uh, trans women. Okay. I guess not really Blondie having sex with his with his wife, but I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Okay, and I think that would be a, a a piece of fake news that we should probably distribute. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's Hitler disseminate that. Why not? Because every year there's always some thing they try to say about Hitler. Yeah, like his dick it's was like, cut off. Yeah, yeah his or... dick was cut off. He's gay. Like why? He's bad. We know. Like why do he, he... has IBS? Like people. Yeah. Why do you got to qualify it? You well, know? at this point, it's like how much more mudslinging are you really going right. to do? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, People's episode 560 here is sick and wrong. Um, we have some news coming up. We have news coming up next, and we have some phone calls after that. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select your one free item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs, plus a free exclusive gift. And to top it all off, 
They'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And what's that free exclusive gift? It's the Clip Bumper, the ideal pleasure ring for couples. He'll love the way this love ring lets him stay harder, longer. It increases the strength of orgasm, and she'll love the way the pleasure nubs thrill her sweet spots. The unique bumper stimulates her clitoris, and it's soft and stretchy for a comfortable fit. The Clip Bumper is made of premium silicone, it's waterproof, and it's compatible with all water-based lubes. Use code DIDDLE at checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E at adamandeve.com. So the first story we got here uh, has to do with Tila Tequila. Heil Hitler! Tila Tequila. Yeah. The alt-right queen. She is. And she was alt-right before it was even a thing. Yeah. I mean, I've been following her on Twitter for a long time. She calls herself the alt-right queen. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's a, that's her self-proclaimed uh, title here. Um, she's been suspended from Twitter for Nazi hate speech, which is a huge loss for society. It is. Um, I, I know I mean, you're going to be upset. I, I really check her, her Twitter account for daily wisdom. Yeah, you, you know? well, you follow. You follow like, her for I years, right? I didn't even consider before I, I started following her that uh, the Jews did 9-11. Oh, shit. Yeah. How and, did she find that out? Uh, she's, she's just privy to an, a lot of is. like gossip and knowledge and yeah. insider information, Tila. Yeah, I mean, not not since you know the Black Fuhrer of Harlem has there been a, such a racial outsider um, <laughs> in the right wing. It's 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 fantastic. So she's been suspended from Twitter following a tweet in which she shared a photo of herself right. saluting Hitler, Zieg Heiling, with two men at the White Nationalist National Policy Institute conference in Washington over this weekend. She gets suspended like every like, like every two weeks and has been since for the last six months. So yeah. I don't know what these motherfuckers are talking about. Well, you know, about. they're cracking down on all the neo-Nazis right now okay. on, uh, on Twitter, which I think yeah. is kind of bullshit. I've it always is. thought Twitter is supposed to be just like, you know, the Isn't one area the whole... where for open communication. Right. Yeah. But no, apparently there's some censorship going on here uh-huh. on the on the Twitters. In well, the I mean, she puts out some great. I, I think I have that picture I showed you on my phone where she's sig heiling with a bunch of swastikas and UFOs <laughs> and Tom and Jerry and Donald Trump and just a bunch of fucking weird shit. It's like a collage. It's of like madness. a it's like a Tila Tequila wet dream. And right she's there. dressed as Wonder Woman. For, it just it's it's like it's a, it's an Andrew Harrison wet dream. Or <laughs> shit, it's a Harrison wet dream. <laughs> tequila. A former D-list and current neo-Nazi, so she's not even D-lister anymore. So what? What is she now? Like Z-list? Yeah, Z-list. I'm not sure. Yeah. Is she just neo-Nazi? Not Z-list. Um, yeah, she's not Z-list. Yeah, <laughs> she's been very vocal in her support for uh, President-elect Donald Trump and has used her social media for white nationalist hate speech for years. Hmm. And she, yeah, she's like uh, some. She's tweeted some some very absurd and outlandish statements. Sure. Very entertaining though. You were showing me a bunch of tweets. The one Jews did. She said Jews did 9-11. And then uh, what was the other one you showed me? I forget. Um, that she that all the celebrity deaths were actually oh, sacrifices yeah. in her name. Sacrifices in her name. Yeah. They just make her stronger. Uh-huh. Um, she's, a, she's, a, she's a demigod. Yes. Tequila's account. What's funny about Tequila Tequila even being yeah. in the news is I feel like the only newsworthy thing about Tequila Tequila ever mm. It was when she was pelted with shit at the Juggalo gathering. Right. That was amazing. That was amazing. Although somehow she's gotten more interesting to me at late, you know. Wow. I mean, before all these, now everybody wants to, everybody's saying they're a Nazi. Everybody's a Nazi now, you know, now that it's all in vogue yeah, to be a Nazi. Yeah, it's popular to be a Nazi. You know, but she was out there fucking, 
tweeting Sig Hiles months before that shit was even an issue. You know, the one thing about her, not to, um, not to heap praise on her, but right. um, the one thing about her, you know her show, <laughs> that uh, reality dating show she did on MTV? I come here not to praise Tila Tequila, but to <laughs> bury her. I'm sorry, what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I am completely a, a unbiased, impartial third okay. party here. Yeah. Um, let Tila do what she wants. But, uh, and to let the world ridicule her. Right. Um, but anyway, do you remember her show, The Dating Show? She's Secretary of State now, by the way. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I just read that on the oh, news. Really? Yeah, I, I heard she's being considered. Right, it's yeah. either her or Mitt Romney. She, she won? That's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, but do you, do you remember that show that she did, The Dating Show? No, I never saw what it. What the fuck was the name of that show? It was whatever, Te- Tequila Tequila's Dating Show on TV. It was the only bisexual dating show. Oh, okay. Yeah, no one's really, uh, and there's, there hasn't been another like gay or bisexual dating show. Huh. So maybe she's a, a trendsetter in that regard. Sure. Um, Why not? Her uh, account recently, though, has been exclusively dedicated to neo-Nazi hate yeah. speech. And Twitter's recent commitment to banishing white supremacists from the yeah. site, she's been, uh, she's been shut down. Yeah. So, um, and, and just further solidifying her status in the Aryan supremacist community as uh, their favorite racially impure mongrel. So, <laughs> Well, it, yeah. it kind of blows my mind because uh, you'd think the National Policy Institute would want like an Aryan princess there. But instead, it's like, no, they invited Tila Tequila as a featured guest at their conference over the weekend. Yes, but you, you tend to project rationality onto these people. Well, I'm just wondering who else was invited that uh, that that was just like, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> like what? Like David Duke, David Allen Coe, Marie Sajak. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> I'm just wondering. Like I'm surprised. Like the the celebrities weren't lining up to go to that one. Hmm. Um, she's not shy about her bigotry, though. You know, she labeled herself the alt right queen. Uh, she yeah. claimed not to be a racist nor anti-Semitic. She's just a hundred percent Nazi supporter. Right. That's what she is. So, um, you know, she uh, shared a photo. I haven't seen this, actually. I'm going to look for it after the show. She shared, shared a photo of her daughter yeah. rocking a Hitler mustache. Oh, and she gave it the hashtag baby Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she's uh, starting a trend. She, she's a trendsetter. I'm, I'm telling is. you. I think a lot of, uh, a lot of these, uh, these people right now, they're like all into the alt-right because alt-right, being alt-right, I guess, is cool. Yeah. Or in vogue. Right. I wonder if they're going to start the, uh, the hashtag baby Hitler. Maybe should. we should get into that. We should let's get into the Hitler business. The Hitler, baby, Hitler, baby business. Hitler clothing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's is he public domain? Can we use his uh, his image? I th- um, yeah. We yeah. Who the yeah. fuck is going to stop us? I don't know. You know? I mean, I did. Yeah. Well, everybody other than <laughs> everybody. Um, yeah, but I'm just yeah. wondering if we could sell like a little stick on like baby uh, Hitler mustaches or something. Right. Yeah. Like uh, you know. Swastika bibs, Your khaki uh, overalls with uh, breech boots, kind of thing. You know, It'd be <laughs> well, fun. What's funny to me about this is why is Tequila Tequila doing this? Has she completely lost it? Does she think this is going to propel her back into stardom? She's going to become an A-lister now that she's yes. aligned herself with neo Nazis. Well, I mean, she's been saying neo Nazi shit, and then it just happens that America's like, you know what? Let's go back. Let's let's do this neo Nazi thing. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's and let's do just it. make her the poster child. Yeah, yeah. Who else are you going to get? I, I, Chachi? I, that's what you know? I was about to say. You think yeah. you can get somebody else? Dustin Diamond? I don't know. Somebody. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why Tila Tequila? The girl's fucking insane. You know, when I did my web series, Polyester Dreams, I almost got Dustin Diamond on the show. Wow. I just didn't want to spend the money for... Um... That might have been, but that might And it have... was literally like a thousand... It was basically like cover his fucking flight and his hotel 
and and that's it. That's yeah, all but I had that could have pushed you into the uh, public sphere. Like if you would have like that could have been right there. You'd have broke the threshold from being like marginally successful to very successful. You think I'm marginally successful? <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> But yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that would have done it. It was either him or the guy from Police Academy that does all the sounds. I literally <laughs> was talking great. to their agents. Yeah, it was ridiculous, and I ret- I decided that was just. Why didn't you get Tila? Because I didn't know who the fuck she was at the time. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I can see that. I still am really unclear as to who she is. You know what? I'm <laughs> to wondering. Be honest. How old is her kid? We should look this up. Yeah. I'm wondering how old her kid is, and how ashamed is her child? I. Probably not a shame because you, don't you think look so? up to your parent generally. Oh, when you're, do, you know? I, I couldn't imagine. Hmm. I think even as a three-year-old, I'd be like, that's my mother. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Frances Bean Cobain. Yeah. You know, she's like, that's my mother. Mm. Really? <laughs> I have to be raised by that? I don't know. Anyway, moving on. What do you have here for the second story? Controlling boyfriend who refused to let his partner wash and took complete control of her life is jailed. Hmm. Graham O'Shea, 42, a controlling man who refused to let his girlfriend wash, has been jailed for four years. He took complete control of his victim's life, including over her house and her finances. Jailed under a new law after being convicted of controlling and coercive behavior. Do you think this is a guy that was like, he suggested cuckolding and then it happened and he was just like, lost no, his fucking lost mind. his mind. I mean, I know I've served restraining orders to some gentlemen some sound like this guy but they they started dating earlier this year um and this guy's actually the first person in west yorkshire to be convicted for the offense so a british west yorkshire guy, is all right. a buzz all a buzz about this uh <laughs> with their specialty i'm sure this their, happens actually quite frequently it's just it's accent. never reported um no it happens all, yeah sure yeah, yeah yeah but it's a new offense you know they're they're trying it out um, and he also got a lifelong restraining order. Man, I'd like to fucking... I wish I had been the one to serve that one. A lifelong restraining lifelong order. Restraining do they order. even do that here? Yeah. <laughs> How do you enforce that? It's like a lifetime supply of Subway sandwiches, but a restraining order. But I'm just saying, how do you, how do you even enforce that? Like when you're, What about when you're like 40 years from now? Is someone going to remember that? Uh, if you still have the paperwork, you could go to the judge, <laughs> you know? If we still have judges in that point. Yeah, that's if what it's I'm not just say. like, you know... Tequila, tequila's uh, great grandchildren that rule the earth at that point, or all which of your sure uh, will happen. All legal issues are settled in the Thunderdome. Right. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So, um, bu- 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 he took the jury heard that he took her bank cards and gave her an allowance of ten pounds per week. Wow. Which is like what I got as like a child. That's like twenty dollars, and that was just because you know my dad thought it was funny to give me British pounds Probably that I couldn't less. spend anywhere. It's like eighteen dollars. Yeah, wow. So uh, he refused to let the victim wash herself or her clothing, and refused to let her visit her family. All right, so I can understand this whole dominant aspect. I mean, this guy's a very is controlling this, dude. He, is this he, Reverend Sung Young Moon? This sounds. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. But the and I can understand like you know I, I don't want her to visit her family or friends because I'm going to lose control, but. Don't you think he'd want her to bathe? Um, I mean, that, that seems like a, an important thing. You know, it's like, I, I want her to smell good. I mean, he's got a, he, I, I'm assuming they live together. Well, when you're in prison, sometimes you only get to bathe like once a week, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's so. like, I can understand cutting her off from all her friends, family, all that, give, you know, not giving her any cash so she can't escape or go anywhere. But the bathing, 
I would put that pretty high up on the priority list. I'd be like, all right, but you got to bathe. So okay. I'm surprised he wasn't like washing her, or, like hosing her down or something. Yeah. Well, you could have a, a stern talk with him about this. <laughs> I'm just for saying, next time think, when he does this. I think okay. he needs to uh, yeah. get his priorities in check. I mean, you think Manson gave a shit if those broads were, were washing? They were out in the desert. They weren't doing shit. I bet you Manson hosed him down. You think so? Yeah. And then sprayed him with patchouli or something. I guess so. I mean, uh, Manson probably smelled like gamey milk himself. You know, he's ho- you really think he's hosing people down while he's like fucking tripping on 100 micrograms of LSD? I don't know. I, I'm thinking Manson mm. probably had some rules in that house. Okay. So, all right. Um, yeah, so he escorted her to and from the bus stop when she went to work and regularly accused her of infidelity. How come when she's... When she's at work, do you think she talks to her friends, you know, maybe they go out to lunch and she's like, you know, my husband's a bit harsh. How come she, like, it just blows my mind that she went at that point, go and, like, tell somebody about the abuse. You'd think she mentioned it to somebody, yeah, yeah wouldn't you? Say, yeah. Wouldn't you? God damn it. Um, yeah, so, uh, he, O'Shea intensively instructed the victim to learn the game of chess before selecting a piece and telling her that if it was the last one left on the board she would be leaving in a black box. Where the hell did she meet this guy? Uh, <laughs> like that, I mean, that's, plentyoffish.com. It's kind of funny uh, to me that it's, okay, you've, you've completely dominated every aspect of her life. Yeah. The one thing she doesn't know how to do is to play chess, so you force yeah. her to learn how to play chess? I guess so. And I don't, how many coffins are black? I feel like that's pretty rare. Yeah. I mean, Unless it's you're a, going to like a goth funeral. Or like a steampunk funeral or something. Yeah, I guess that would yeah. be like it. I mean, if, once it's a, a coffin already in itself, right. it's just kind of goth. So like, I bet she's like really fucking good at chess now. Yeah, I was about you know? to say, is so she, she like a Kasparov the, now? Yeah. It's like she like really learned how to play this because if she died, she's, or if she lost, she'd die. Yeah. And that's like a hell of a way to teach someone how to play chess. It is. God. It's like what, pushing what he, the bird out of the nest. What about like Parcheesi? What does Where's he do for fly? that? What if she loses in that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he has like a shotgun rigged to, to fucking blow her, her face off. <laughs> this guy's so. just got a closet full of board games. Yeah, yeah. Like Chinese checkers is yeah. next. A series of uh, Riddler-esque traps. <laughs> Deadly traps. Wow. Um, so, yeah, he also physically assaulted her on two occasions and insisted on sexual intercourse daily. Wow. Daily. With the unwashed victim. Uh, the victim, who gave her evidence by video link, told the court she lived in fear and was petrified of O'Shea. She planned her escape when she told him she was going to work, but instead went to her father's and contacted the police. And how, okay, why wouldn't she do this before? Did she really want to finish learning how to play chess? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think so. She's like, she almost got down to the point where it's like, I'm winning games now. I mean, if she wins the next tournament, she'll be a master officially. Okay, so I mean, that, that works. I could see why she'd want to keep that. Uh, yeah, so some vic- the police say a bunch of boring shit, and then they say uh, some victims suffer controlling and coercive behavior for a long time with their partner's behavior gradually getting worse and eventually ending in violence. The so, death, I, mean, th- I mean, the death threats, you know. Well, the, the, the death threats after playing a board, being forced to learn a board game. I hate board games. Right. I've never liked chess board games. Chess isn't a board game. No, I like chess. Okay. Actually, I do enjoy playing chess. I can't play chess because I lack the ability to see, uh, to look, to for, to I lack ahead. the ability lack of foresight. foresight. I lack foresight. Wow. That's why I do impulsive things without considering the consequence. 
So wait, you can't predict, you can't plan like two or three moves well, ahead? No, I can't do it. Wow. Yeah. God, I don't want to, yeah. I hope, you, I hope uh, you don't end up becoming a general or something once the apocalypse I, happens. I can do it in like human behavior. I just can't do it in that game with hmm. the moves. I just can't. You know, I've always enjoyed it. Work that you know, chess way. is kind of a fun game. I you know I haven't mm. played it in a long time, but I've, yeah. I've never disliked chess. But so when I play it, I'm just kind of haphazardly moving shit around. You know, it's, it's the other board games I hate. Like, well, like I hate, sorry and strategio. Sorry, and shit. I hate life. I hate hungry hippos. I hate you know all the other games. Don't uh, wake risk. daddy. Don't wake daddy. Ants in the pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Connect four. Just, it just I hated board don't games. Don't rape the baby. That's a good one. Even when I was a kid, yeah. I hated board games. Okay. You know, but you know the game I hate the most. What? Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, uh, yeah. I understand. I hate it. Um, like in principle, but when you're actually playing it, it can be fun. You know? Oh God, I hate it. Yeah. You know, I've, I've heard. Uh, I was uh, texting with my girlfriend today, and she was like, she was like, ugh, my mom bought Cards Against Humanity, and I was yeah. like, really. That's just going to lead to some issues. See, isn't it kind of irreverent? It, it is. And offensive? I, I mean, I enjoy it, but I feel bad about enjoying it. You know? It's like when I, when I saw that movie, and then I liked it, and then I saw the end credits, and it was written by Max Landis, and I was like, fuck! I hate that <laughs> I don't know why you hate that guy. Oh, so I hate him so much. What did he do to you? Did he cuckold you? Yes, he cuckolded me, and he's part of a dynasty. A dynasty, I tell you. Of, of cuckolds. Yeah. yeah. America hates dynasties. <laughs> um, it's just Cards Against Humanity just pisses me off. Mm. I hate when you're at a party, it's going all right, and then someone breaks out a deck, and they're just like, let's play a little Cards Against Humanity, because mm. it's wacky and zany. And then everyone's Yeah, but before like, that uh, came along, what do we have? Apple? We I'd play apples to apples with my sister and her friends, you know? Just get an eight ball of cocaine and have a good yeah. time. Listen to some- You can't like, always do that in any given Listen situation. to some bad company. Have a party. Mm. Yeah. I mean, why do you need to play Cards Against Humanity? Why do we need to play a card game? That, it just makes me mad. Yeah. I don't know. Board it it makes the time go quicker, you know? I suppose, and why not just go home and watch TV? I, I, I learned some new card game that's like, Escopa! It's like an Italian card game that looks like they're tarot cards, but it's, it's weird. Hmm. Yeah, I learned it when I was I haven't heard in this. England. Yeah. Really? Escopa? Escopa! Or Escopolamina or some shit like that. It sounds better than Cards yeah. Against Humanity, though. It is. It's fun. I feel like know. the thing with Cards Against Humanity, it's just like, I feel like it tries too hard to be funny. Right. It's just not that funny. But I what mean, about like Settlers of Catan or those those weird games? I have no idea that what that is. That alt nerds play. Is it like Settle, an alt is that and, an alt-right and Carcassonne, game? Carcassonne. You know? I've heard of Carcassonne. Okay. I've never played that, though. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't like any of those games. Okay. All right. I don't like those games. Right. I don't like organized religion. I just like yeah. podcasting and porn. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I guess that's cool. But I mean, look, if you don't worship the gods of Candyland, then uh, I actually mean, that is a board game I yeah. used to like. I used yeah. to play the fuck out of Candyland. You'll get pilloried in the town square. Yeah, but Candyland wasn't a bad game. No, it was. And bizarre. I feel like it's true competition. Yeah, like it's a true contest of wills. Whereas, like a lot of these other games are like, oh, okay, who can be funnier? You know what I never understood? Shoots and ladders. It's like, what, wh- why? Why like, shoots and ladders? Well, why shoots and ladders versus snake and snakes well, and ladders? Well, it used to be What's snakes and ladders, and then they realized snakes are scary. So they changed it to shoots. Yeah, kids like shoots. Hmm. Like uh, bamboo shoots under their fingernails. Yeah, I, I never really got into right? that game either. And that's like an old school game, too. 
Diddy Mao, Timmy. Ho, ho, ho. I, I, I feel, have bamboo shoots for you. I feel like it's it's when you're at, when you're with a group of people and they have nothing more to say to each other. That's when you play a board game. Yeah, that is true. You know, it's that like what, like I feel like we can have stimulating conversation. Mm. You know, but hey, who knows? You feel that way. Well, do you just, always feel that way? I'm just saying we could do this yeah. or we could just all shut up and play a board game and divert our attention about how much we right. hate each other. I mean, just put on a movie, you know? Yeah, put on a movie. It's the same thing. I'd rather yeah. do that, mm. you know? Watch me play video games, everybody, right? Anyway, have you ever been forced to play a board game by uh, your lover, your significant other? Have they ever forced you to play a board game? I haven't. I've fantasized about that, but I've never tried it out <laughs> yet. I haven't, I haven't yet. I have yet to do that. So. So many things yeah. you need to try. Yeah. That's that's how it goes. Yeah. Well, anyway, hopefully she escaped the guy, right? She's gone. Yeah, to, yeah. So, so is this guy going to be in Look, prison? if you don't have a hotel on Park Place by the end of this game, <laughs> I'm burying you in the fucking crawl space. You know? Now that, you know, actually, that guy makes board games fun. He does. Like, he, your life is on the line. Yeah. Maybe you'll cut off a finger. He, uh, he makes love and fun, as Fleetwood Mac once said for some reason. I think, I think he probably does. Yeah. Uh, third story we got in here. Uh, third story we got uh, came from Puppet, a person who calls themselves Puppet. Great. Uh, Puppet says, this is Harrison in about 30 years. Okay. All right. I think this person um, doesn't know how old you are. But... Right. And who the fuck thinks I'm going to live another 30 years? Yeah, that's honestly. what I when When, when yeah. I was reading that comment, I'm like, really? <laughs> I give Harrison maybe 10. Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. guys. Um, man, 78 years old, arrested for mooning woman, 29, who for some reason rejected his sexual advances. Hmm. You know, I think this guy's Do a pervert. Do people not respect their elders anymore? I mean, what the fuck? I think this guy's a pervert. Yeah. But you got to admire his confidence. Right. Yeah, I mean that's like a that's like an advanced level of moxie. Like this guy's like you know he's he's a confident man to be at eighty years old to go up to a twenty nine year old woman and yeah. be like, hey, let's have sex. Right. Well, you that know? is uh, on the the advanced level of moxie. A chart right above asking for a promotion is a liver spotted ass. Mm, that yeah. is true. So that let them true. see that. And but I'm just saying, go. like, who's this guy think he is, Burt Reynolds? Because Burt Reynolds could do that. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Terry Ferguson, it's a funny name. (laughs) After having his sexual advances rejected by a woman nearly 50 years his junior, a 78-year-old Texas man dropped trow and mooned the object of his desire, Hmm. according to cops who arrested uh, the septuagenarian for obscenity. This is what's kind of funny about this article, though. Police say that Robert Scott, which was my father's name, Hmm. my, my father's name was Rabbi Robert Scott, uh, Robert Scott approached a 29-year-old woman Saturday afternoon outside a Doubletree Hotel in Kenner, Louisiana. Um, he told the woman that she was attractive. He says, you look like a model. We should go out. I yeah. can treat you real well. She responded... I'll teach you how to wear your pants up high like this. <laughs> <laughs> she responded, no thank you. I have mm, a boyfriend. Right. Which is just kind of a weird response to that. It's like some old guy comes yeah. up to you and says that. Or why would you have to immediately be like, I have a boyfriend. Why it you legitimizes like, his, his uh, yeah. You know, why wouldn't she just be like, ha, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I'm surprised she wouldn't just kind of like be coquettish about it or something. Right. Or, you know, but this guy, she's just like, no, I have a boyfriend. Sorry. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. But um, 
I, I find it's it, probably just her conditioned response for jackasses coming up to her. To, I mean, really. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, this this uh, this woman actually was attending a class for aspiring models, so she must be very attractive. <laughs> she probably gets this a lot. Aspir- a class for aspiring models. God, I should get into that business. Jesus. Han- handsome boy modeling school. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> how else do you learn how to yeah. be a model? Yeah. Where do you Where do you learn how to walk properly? How to swallow, uh, you know, cotton balls dipped in orange juice. Right. Suppress your appetite. You know, how to, uh, how to embrace your eating disorder. Uh-huh. Um, she didn't jump at the retiree's offer of a date. Uh, and, she, and so I, when, when she responded with the, no, thank you, I have a boyfriend. Mm. He, his retort was, how about a sugar daddy arrangement? From there... Um, his overtures took on a sexual tone, and then the woman was quite offended. She responded, she responded to him by saying, "Please get out of my face." So okay. at that point, yeah. you know, he kind of moved on to uh, being yeah. harassing her, right. which which also is another thing too. Like I couldn't imagine at seventy eight years old, I probably won't live that long either. I don't even think anyone in my family's ever lived to be seventy eight. No, but um, I'll probably what I predict with <laughs> me, I'm going to get hit by a bus by the age of sixty. Okay. Um, it's got to be a bus. Yeah. But anyway, um, even at that age, though, at 78 years old, I still couldn't imagine myself even caring enough to go have sex with a 29-year-old. Yeah, that is kind of weird. I mean, it's like, we're, like, I think I'm just too rational about it. It's like, what, how would this even go down? Like, yeah. how would this even happen? And what, you know, universe would she be attracted to? I mean, now? I don't even care now, you know? Well, no, I mean, <laughs> now, I mean, I could, you know, I'm going to yeah. have sex with a 29-year-old if I could. But I mean, it's I'm in the realm of possibility. I any effort to have sex with anybody <laughs> ever again. No effort whatsoever. Okay? That's my pledge to America. All right. Well, well that's good to know. Thank you. Um, but what if it just comes your way naturally? Oh, yeah. Poof. All right. Sign me up. So she told the guy to get out of her face. Um, he did not handle the rejection well, as most dudes do not no. tend to handle rejection very well. It's true. Um, he then unfastened his buckle dropped his pants and underwear to the ground and he says okay i'll get out of your face and then he spread his buttocks and exposed his anus and part of his genitals to the victim so i was thinking about this this guy is kind of the master of the moon yeah because you could just moon somebody like he could have just pulled his pants down and just mooned her right but he actually spread his buttocks apart to reveal his anus you know what maybe maybe he didn't have a bad intent in doing that. Maybe, you know how like dudes get married and then like after 20 years, they're like, wait a minute, I'm gay. And they realize that maybe this is the other way around where he spent most of his life gay. Hmm. And then when he was like 70 years old, he's like, oh shit, I'm straight. I should have been fucking broads this whole time. Yeah. Right? But, 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 but and that you're... was, just, that's just how, that's just a typical, you know, gay guy mating move. You <laughs> just show, you exposing turn, your anus. You're exposing your anus to another man. Your right? theory is interesting yes. to me. I think it's improbable, but yeah. uh, hey, you know, it's a, it's an they, improbable theory, but hey, it might might be, you know, yeah. might be apt. They I'm call not... it the reverse Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy just yeah. lived his life being gay. Uh-huh. And then all yeah. of a sudden at the, you know, in his uh, elderly yeah. years, he realized, yeah. you know what? I'm actually yeah. attracted to young, beautiful yeah. women. Okay. Yeah, I'm attracted to models, yeah. so I'm going to expose my anus to them, uh-huh. thinking that they're going to be, you know, turned on. That's by what it. you think if you're in the gay community, hmm. then all of a sudden you're not. You think all the same rules apply, right? I just wonder if, like, back in, like, I don't know, when he was in the Navy in the Korean War or something, mm. if this was just, like, you know, the ultimate put-down. You know, okay. if it's like if you get rejected to that level, it's just, like, expose your anus. Yeah. Which I think this would probably be called the supermoon. 
Because it's beyond just a moon. Right. Like, have you ever heard the term harvest moon? Yes. So there's like very there's various types of moons you can get in moonings. Okay. So if you're if you're just given a regular moon, you're just pulling your pants down, right? You know, and just mooning your bare. Super buttocks. moon is anus. I think exposing your anus. Yeah. And then a harvest moon is when and you when actually you shave your ass after you moon them. No, I haven't heard that. Okay. You shave your ass, and that's a different. What I've called harvesting the moon is okay. is when you moon somebody and then you shit yourself oh okay yeah, yeah that makes more sense moon. actually did you ever hear the neil young song harvest moon yeah it has to do with that okay well what uh what about what's a blood moon now that isn't that's a moon i haven't uh, encountered i've never heard that but uh that's gonna be my moon i'll, I'll be the first to pioneer that move I imagine the blood moon must be kind of common in the gay community. Yeah, you know, sure. it's, Absolutely. <laughs> it could yeah. happen. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not quite sure what a blood moon would be, but I'm just saying that this is, you know, this is like upper level mooning here. Okay. Like this guy knew what he was doing. Um, she was disgusted. Okay. So uh, Scott here was wearing a cowboy hat and blue jeans, was uh, subsequently arrested outside the hotel and booked in the county happen? jail. Uh, this happened in Kenner, Louisiana, but okay. Scott... But aren't uh, like... 30% of all men wearing cowboy hats. It's not that unusual in well, Louisiana. In Louisiana like. and Texas. So okay, yeah, yeah. It's kind of common. Sure. Um, but Scott, uh, who's a Houston resident, it's unclear why he was actually, I don't even, they don't even think he was staying at the hotel. Huh. They just think he happened to walk by, see a model, and expose his anus. Okay. Super moon. Okay. Yeah, super well, moon. Um, I mean, maybe he was uh, attending a class for aspiring, uh, you know, Flashers or something, right? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody can actually be anything anymore. No. They just aspire to you it. You aspire to do it until yeah. you fail. Uh-huh. And then you got to go back to your job at Mervyn's. Yeah, and then wait for the steel mills to reopen. Yeah. <laughs> Make America great again. Uh, make America moon again. Yeah. People send your stories to girlpodcast.com. We have some phone calls to get to. Coming up next, 323-522-4032 is that number. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's Dill-cember. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Um, people, call the Sick and Wrong hotline. We appreciate you taking part and participating in the show. Yeah, even if it's just to call us cucks or whatever. The kids are saying now <laughs> they have kids <laughs> just um, call the hotline yeah. and call us cucks like yeah. uh harrison gets off on that i do um it's it's called uh meta cucking we got a call from uh from a very informative listener here um the canadian guy who likes to call and tell us about canadian politics all right he says you're his uh podcast hero oh that's nice this is Christopher from Canada again. I just wanted to give a little bit of a follow-up regarding the whole temperature thing. I live in Victoria, British Columbia, which is kind of near Vancouver. It's technically, if you want to look at it on a map, it's technically below the U.S. border. So it's not that fucking cold here. It's about... Like, it, 
What is he? Manitou? Where is he? Man- no, he says below Sa- Vancouver. Sasquatch. So right by uh, Manitou. Is that okay. where that is? That where yeah. that is? <laughs> You're thinking of Saskatchewan. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not. I think that's even further north. Okay. But you know what though? It's fucking way colder there than in L.A. Well, yeah, that's true. So yeah, that's true. I think it's cold because like Seattle's cold compared to here. Yeah, Seattle's you know? fucking cold. I've yeah. been there and it snowed. Right. We got the same fucking weather as Seattle, so yeah. Anyway, cold. okay. Well, yeah, it's not Montreal. It's not like oh, I'm gonna die. Yeah, yeah. You know? Or Ottawa. Ottawa's you fucking you cold. You won't die. Yeah. I'm gonna add that Harrison. I would like to say that speaking as a early to mid 30s man dealing with uh, mental problems who self-identifies as being fucking crazy pants, you know, borderline personality disorder, obsessive compulsive personality disorder, uh, schizoaffective disorder, God and damn. all of that other fun stuff. You, you are my hero, good sir, my podcasting hero. Anyway, once again, keep it sick, keep it wrong, blah, 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 blah. I will call again. Hmm. All right. No, well, that's so, nice to hear. Do you think it's uh, safe to say that you are the Sylvia Plath of um, podcasting? Yes. Yeah? I, I feel very comfortable <laughs> saying that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can yeah. see that. I like this guy. Though I do feel like that, that was a minute long. I feel like an American would have taken 40 seconds. To say that? I, ca- Canadians take 50% longer to explain things than Yeah, but Americans. it's a two-part call. He was telling us about the climate. Right, and then he was going into uh, his uh, schizo. Oh, this is part. Oh, yep, this is part two. Okay, got it. So it's a, it's a little got bit it. longer. Okay, all right. But yeah, I think American yeah. would have been. It's fucking cold here, and I'm yeah. crazy. Right. <laughs> I love you, Harrison. <laughs> Bye. Like it probably would have been something like very yeah, laconic. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah. So. Uh, but anyway, you're. Thank you, my friend, um, my Canadian friend. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Uh, Harrison one one day. I really do write the equivalent of the bell jar, but about podcasting. Yeah, I mean, guide to podcasting. I hope to be a figure of you know uh, pre midlife uh, failure and uh, (laughs) mental disorders. Really, like you know, yeah, whatever blows your dress up. I'm like the patron saint of those things. That's what I I think you are. Yeah, Yeah. you 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 definitely are. But you're inspiring to many, and that's that's good to know. Uh, We got another call here from another uh, frequent caller. Although it's been a little while since you heard from him. But uh, D. Michael, D. Michael, has called in with a story about peanut butter. All right. Hey, it's uh, D. Mike. Um, so. He starts abbreviating his name now? That's not a good sign. This might be his stage That's name. That's like a road down, I don't know. You, you know, speaking of uh, of uh, dangerous signs or, yeah. or something like that. Omens. I saw a, Augers, I portents. Saw a video online today. Yeah. Of Rick Perry, you know Rick Perry, governor of, of Texas. Yeah, Rick Perry wearing a velvet jacket, right, and his hat pulled on backwards. Yeah, doing a rap dance with Vanilla Ice. Oh, because he's on Dancing with the Stars. He DJed while Vanilla Ice yeah. did uh, did Ice Ice Baby, and then Rick huh. Perry comes out, did a little dance with him, and they fist bumped. If you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out my hook while the DJ revolves it. And the DJ was Rick Perry. The DJ was Rick Perry. Yeah. And you know, it's. Who used to go hunting at Niggerhead Rock, for those who (laughs) forgot. Which actually. I forgot about that. That was amazing. Which actually, who gives a shit, to be honest? But I just, you know, it's just a funny little fact about the man. 
You know? It's just funny to me. That Remember when he put on glasses and then he was smarter? <laughs> like Clark Kent? That was like the best thing. But this, Oh man, that was those were some times. But this dude wants to yeah. be taken as a legitimate politician, like someone, a potential candidate for president, yet he's dancing with fucking Vanilla Ice. Who's a juggalo, by the way? Vanilla Ice is a juggalo now. I wouldn't be surprised. In case you didn't know this, guys. Well, I think that yes. dude would do anything to resurrect his career. Yeah, he, that's what he did. But it's like he he's sitting there fucking, you lose all artistic integrity, even though I don't think he had much anyway, but you lose all artistic integrity when you're dancing with some Texas governor, mm-hmm. you know, and fist bumping so on you're, stage. So you're saying the Bible-thumping former governor of Texas lost his artistic integrity? No. This is what you're saying? Uh, Rip Van Winkle did it, whatever oh, his real Rip name Van- is. <laughs> What's his name? Something like that. Yeah, right? it's Rip Van Winkle. No, is it like it? Henry Van R- oh. Winkle or something? <laughs> no, Henry Van Winkle is the uh, <laughs> is the you know the heir to the Van Winkle fortune and incorrigible playboy of the French Riviera. That's who Henry Van Winkle is. You're confusing the two. You know, I forget his real okay. name. Okay, but uh, yeah, Jesus, like- get it right. Okay, <laughs> let's let's hear D Mike go on here. Yo, D Mike. I, I I got a story to share. I was catching up with an old buddy of mine from high school. Anyway, we were talking about a time, uh, he walked into a friend of ours. So this is what happened. He was, he was going over to this girl's house. He had a crush at the time. I think we were 13, 14 at the time, right? Junior high, freshman, whatever. I feel like I said this guy was the, the, the Harlem Renaissance poetry man, not fake stroke guy. Whatever I'm not he was sure. Called. I don't no, no, this guy I think we were saying was a beat poet. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's uh, kind of I like a, he had All like right. the uh, it's kind of a, a Why cadence stro- of a beat poet. Okay, yeah, but I guess Stroke Guy was reminiscent of James Baldwin somehow. Okay, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> Langston Hughes. Right, I'm not yeah. quite sure where <laughs> where that was going. Um, uh, one one interesting thing about this call, yeah. and I think we should take note of this. I love when people say when they preface a story by saying, "Oh yeah, a friend of mine did this," so it's like. It was, do you think this is something that D. Michael experienced himself, but he's too embarrassed to admit it? So instead, he's like saying it under the pretense of a friend? I'm going to hold off judgment until I hear what actually fucking happened. All right. Okay. So you go to the house, and, she, and her mom asks the door, right? She, uh, she, she goes, you know, yeah, she's in the back. Go ahead, just, uh, just uh, go ahead, go in. She, she's, right. she's expecting you, right? So he goes in, opens the door, just not, not. Yeah. So how often did you ever actually uh, hook up with a girl when you were 14 and then go over to the parent's house and have the parents be like, oh, she's expecting you. Go right upstairs to her bedroom. No, you got to sit there with the dad while he watches WrestleMania or some shit and like grunts at you <laughs> for like just, 20 minutes. And have just like this really yeah. awkward conversation. Right. For for them just to kind of like evaluate you as to whether or not you're you're. You know, if if they feel comfortable or secure enough to have you alone in a room with their daughter. Back but, in the day when Hulk Hogan was a hero, not a villain. But this time, but this trailer park or wherever they're at, this trailer, the mom's just like, go right to her room. She's expecting you. These are people that aspire to trailers, D. This is something <laughs> entirely different. This is like people under the stairs. Mm. All right. Thinking of nothing, right? Goes in. She's fucking there with a peanut butter spread all over a fucking badge, right, man? Did he just say peanut butter? No, I think he said, yeah, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> was that peanut butter? He was saying it backwards so that David Lynch could slow it down and then play it forwards. She had peanut butter. I don't even know where he was going with that. So wait, yeah. he walked in and the, and, the, and the girl has peanut butter spread across her vagina. Yes, that is what we're talking about. Just a uh, dog right in front of her just eating her out. Just like slobbing fucking. And she, she's totally into it. Do you think the same thing would happen if I smeared peanut butter all over the black stone of Mecca? <laughs> that a dog, <laughs> a dog would start licking <laughs> would just it. Just start licking it out. They don't. I, actually, I don't think dogs are allowed in Mecca. They don't like dogs for some reason. They're not no, dog people. I, yeah, they don't like dogs over there. Are they cat people? They're like goat people They're or camels. something. Camels. Okay. I think they did camels. That's racist. All right, let's <laughs> let's, let's keep going with this. Then he backs out and pretty much just walks away, and oh, well, we never talk to her ever again. But I was just wondering, man. Uh, okay. Have any of you or had an experience like that or know of anyone had an experience like that? That's some weird-ass shit, man. Man, peace out. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, one time, uh, my friend, he was, like, tripping on some acid, like, really strong acid, and he thought he was a glass of orange juice, and if he tipped over and spilled, he'd die. <laughs> well, that's weird, because yeah. one time my friend was driving in a car uh-huh. without his lights on, and someone came by... And, oh, and, and they, they click their lights. Yeah. Adam flicked the lights to tell them that that light was on, you know, that lights were on. Shit. And then they got shot. One time shot f- to death. That's, that's crazy. I mean, one time my friend was out on his boat and he saw this like dog swimming out at sea. So he picked it, picked it up and rescued it, took it home. And then he realized it was a big rat. It wasn't wow. a dog at all. Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is garbage. So, come this on. This is D-Mike. I am I am very disappointed so in you, D. Michael. I am so disappointed. Mm. It's like you're basically just regurgitating urban myths. One mm. of the most common urban myths. You might as well have said like the whole mm. thing with the acid and the orange. And yeah, and this is a man God. who's channeling the disappointment powers of a rabbi while he's mm. disappointed in you. So I am so disappointed in this. Mm. It's like, come on, D. Michael. Yeah. Do you really not have any other better stories than that? <sighs> You know he does. Yeah. He is full of great stories. Yeah, like that one he was telling me that time about the guy with the hook for a hand. You or know, the, or the story, terrorizing teenagers. You remember the, the story he told about uh, taking a shower in Mexico? That was great. I with love Nazi that story. D- descendants, you know? And yeah, and like yeah. burrows or something. I'm not, I'm not yeah. quite sure where, where we're going with that. But, right. um, but this, come on, dude. Yeah. This is obviously Get it. an urban myth. Get it together. You know? I'm, I'm sure, like, but, you know, it's like I'd almost want to humor him and be like, okay, yeah, I'm sure that happened. And, uh, mm. you know, and, and like, the parents are like, okay, well, you can go upstairs and go have sex with my daughter. And she's butt naked in the room, peanut butter all over her veg. Yeah, I think the dog's up there. Yeah. The dog's up there, too. Yeah. <laughs> happens all the time. Yeah, and then, mm. no, I've encountered this at least three or four times. Yes. God, D. Michael, I what's going on with you, dude? Come on, man. It's the drugs. Yeah. It's the drugs that made him forget the good stories. And then start telling... He's now confused. He's approaching that level of uh, senility, of yeah. drug senility. Where, at what point do you become a senile drug user? Well, you, I had divorce a, from reality. I had a drug dealer that got arrested once because he'd stayed up for several days on speed. And he went to a Romantics, you know, the chain store, the sex oh, toy yeah. store. <laughs> and he rented a booth to watch porn. And he, because he hadn't slept in days, he fell asleep for hours and they, he had locked the door, so they, they had to call the police on him. Went to and open the, the door? Yeah, to the like, police uh-huh. opened the door, and then, of course, he had all his drugs in his bag. Hmm. Yeah. 
So at that point... Rocket science. Yeah, right yeah. there. What an idiot. Yeah. There God, you go. that sucks. There you go. That, that What an embarrassing way to get busted, too. Right. You get all passed out in the porn yeah. booth. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and then, of course, you get it released from jail and charge your phone and see a million texts from me. Yeah. Because so, I can't get anything. So, D. Mike, uh, next time you call in, yeah, let's have a real story. Come on, all right, come on, dude. I love, I love hearing from you, but yeah. uh, that that type of garbage is not going to fly here. Step this up is your like, game. It's like a fake news story. Yeah, you know, like fake news all over Facebook. This isn't Facebook, buddy. Yeah, God, a little less Taylor Swift, a little more Adele. That's what I want to hear. I don't even know what I just said. I don't even know. Okay, I don't know either, but I agree. Trying with to it. hip up the act here. We got to get. We got to get it together here with. You know, you know this next story. I think has happened to Adele at least twice. All right. Um, it's actually a shit story. So uh, let me uh, roll the theme music. Here's the jingle for the sick and wrong bit. Come gather round. It's all about shit. Shit. Hey, uh, D. Harrison. It's the uh, it's <laughs> it's the stoned uh, it's the stoned Indians. Um. So I, I'm calling to uh, leave a story Whoa. about is this a new character? my friend <laughs> who is actually... No, this is... Remember, I thought this guy was a stoned Indian, but he's just from the Midwest, apparently. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. We have yeah. a lot of callers that and sound also exactly stoned. like this. Yeah, yeah. so... The Indian, and uh, I, I guess it's a rooster tail story, but I'm not really sure. Mm. Uh, you, guys, you guys can be the judge. Um, he saw someone rooster tail on the highway and he cried a single tear. <laughs> <laughs> the Indians lied. <laughs> rooster tailing <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> Wasn't that a Jim Morrison poem? I think it was. Oh, rooster tailing. Yeah. Yeah. Maze, you called it corn. Mm-hmm. So this is like, like, this is my third time actually hanging out with this guy. I'm not going to say any names. Cause, uh, yeah. You, you guys, you guys know that. Um, you know, if I was an Indian dude, I would just drink Crazy Horse all the time. Yeah. Why not? Right. I would just drink you, Crazy you Horse and, and you Rooster listen to Tail. Neil Young all the time, right? When, <laughs> no, wait, do so the Indians yeah, listen yeah. to Neil Young? Oh, yeah. Oh, they love it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't know that, but yeah. uh, okay. Actually, and it's sort of Indian, sort of, you know. India, wait, you're India saying Slurpee Indians, Indians as Both well as them. Casino Indians. Oh, yeah. Anyone called Indian yeah. listen to Neil they Young. Listen to Neil Young. They love it. Hmm. Okay. They love his high voice. So it's probably about my third time hanging out with this guy, and we decide that we're gonna meet up in his in his house, and we're gonna smoke weed in his basement because he's he only he lives in a huge mansion. Wow, man, I was expecting teepee. I totally thought he was gonna say teepee. At the very top of the mansion, and he lives in the basement, so we're gonna smoke in the basement. Hmm. And mm. he doesn't smoke a whole lot of weed, but I think that was... That's a really fancy way of saying he lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mansion, yeah. but he lives in the basement of yeah. the mansion, mm. basically living in his mom's basement. Mm. Smoked a lot at this time, and I was smoking some pretty strong weed, and he wasn't really smoking strong stuff. And he was sitting around listening to uh, He Who Speaks With High Voice and Sometimes <laughs> Hangs Out With David Crosby. <laughs> And I bet you can probably see where this is going. No, no, I can't. Yeah. Oh wait, rooster tail. Okay, I'm sorry, I forgot. The yeah, name I, of I the thought call. the rooster okay. tail, but I don't yeah. see why this is leading into the rooster tail direction. No. So the one dude smokes a little some strong weed. Yeah. I've never rooster tail from strong weed. I've rooster tail from bad Taco Bell. Right. You yeah. know, but not strong weed. Subway sandwiches. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, long story short, sitting on the couch, he takes, like, a huge rip, and I don't know if it was, like, laced or what, but he ended up, um, kind of, like, passing out because he held it in too long, and he woke up, kind of, and just enough to, like, throw up, and then... I believe this. This is just like one of these like perfect storms of stupid that happen every now and then, you know? I can see this happening. I just yeah. find it really weird that it's happening from smoking weed. I don't think I've ever had that kind of reaction from weed. Well, I think if you're coughing so much from a, you know, you take the hit long and you just puke. And you can puke, right? Yeah, but rooster tailing is puking and shitting at the same time. Right. So I'm thinking the shitting is coming. It's a confluence, you know? Like there, a lot of stars have to be in alignment for this to occur, but it can't happen. I've just never had this happen okay. from marijuana. Right. He, like, passed out and shit his pants. Huh. And um, I kind of called one of my friends who's an EMT to see what to do, and I left it there. And I bet that took, like, fucking an hour. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everything takes an hour, wherever this guy lives. I would have loved to have heard... I would have loved to have heard the uh, the conversation he had with the antiques. Yeah. He's stoned. Yeah. And he's just like, dude, I'm hanging yeah. out with this this Indian. Slurpee Indian or Casino Indian? Yeah. No, Feather Indian, dude. Yeah. He's a Feather yeah. Indian. We're listening to Neil Young. Yeah, and he lives in like a mansion, <laughs> but it's like his mom's mansion, but it's like in the basement. And the guy's like, okay, yeah. why are you calling me? Yeah. <laughs> because we just took a bong rip. He passed out yeah. and shit his pants. Yeah. <laughs> and puked a little bit. Am I supposed to do anything? Yeah. And his friend was probably like, Dude, just leave. Do I clear out his airway <laughs> or his anus? Should I give him CPR? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I don't know why he became Spicoli all of a sudden, but he well, did. Well, he kind of sounds like okay, that yeah. man. Yeah, I didn't really know what to do. Thought I would uh, leave the story with you guys. Stoned Indian out. All right. Dude, with friends like you, who needs enemas? Right. Literally. Ah! <laughs> Literally. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't... Going out on a pun. What would Confident. you do? What would you do with that that situation? Have you ever been in that situation where it's like you've been at a friend's house and they got way too fucked up and not shit themselves but puked and you're just like, Yeah, I'm out of here. I mean, I've been in a number of oh he OD'd situations. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But yeah. with that though, that's even yeah. worse because if it's an OD, are you gonna call like the ambulance and then just leave? Or are you gonna stay there and be you know, take well, him to the hospital? My ex Babs always carried Narcan in her purse. Just for the, is that, that like the Pulp Fiction where you put yeah, that yeah, in the yeah, yeah. Did well, you that was to adrenaline. That? that was adrenaline. Oh, okay. No, that was adrenaline. This is easier. Things have changed now. You know, <laughs> it's easier to give somebody. This. Is this just a suppository? Just <laughs> no. They they have the nasal spray, or, or oh, you can, or you can right, just right. inject it into their veins. Oh, okay, know? so it's yeah. not suppository for them. No. Or just intramuscular, you know, whatever. Hmm. All right. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to like turn him over and pull down his pants and put the, (laughs) you know, put the giant pill in his asshole. You know, like they had to do back in the old days. Right when you when I was in high school, that's what you had to do if someone OD. When you really liked a girl and you wanted to show her the blood moon, (laughs) that's how you did it. The blood moon. Mm. Um, but you know, I I guess I've been in a couple situations where someone's like passed out and I was concerned. So I just kind of flipped them onto their side and then left. Okay. You know, but I've never, I don't know if I've been in a situation where it's like someone shit that or rooster tail, like literally rooster tailed in front of me, especially this is like the third time I've hung out with that person. 
I don't know. I don't think I would have cleaned them up or anything. Right. Would you have told his mom? Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> you you never just, do that. You would have just left? No, I would have made sure he's okay. I'm not a monster. What would you have done? I'd, I'd start slapping him in the face. And just, hey, yeah, wake yeah, up, yeah. dude. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah. Well, what if he like... Cold water. You know, you, that's what you do. I, I guess. Just mm. spray a little cold water on him. Yeah. I would assume he just... Who's got time for anything more than that? Well, I'm know? just saying, like, if I hung out with uh, someone, like, you know, a couple times. I went over to their house. Right. I'm in their mom's basement. We're smoking some weed. Dude passes out and shits himself. Mm. I'd probably be like, that's my cue to leave. I'm okay. going to go home now. What, you're not going to do the Stone Indian thing and go on Yahoo Answers to, to, f- <laughs> to figure out what to do? I'm not going to call my yeah. EMT friend and yeah. be like, hey, I'm at this dude's house and yeah. he shit himself. Yeah. What should I do? Like, I'm not going to do that. Right. I don't know. We didn't I, get that. When I took EMT classes, they, we didn't get that far. <laughs> I quit before it, I got to that point about what to do What to do with a rooster-tailing Indian that's unconscious. <laughs> In his mom's basement. Yeah. How, <laughs> I want to know how this guy had a mansion. Like, right, how the mom had the man. What, what did she do? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Married well? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there you go. I guess Harrison's a good friend because he would uh, give you, what, what, what was that, narcolepsy or narco, what's that drug? Yeah, Narcane. Narcane. Yeah. Um, he would give you Narcane. Me, I would just get the fuck right. out. <laughs> and maybe when I'm leaving, say to the mom, hey, yeah. your son shat himself on the couch downstairs. I'm going home. At the very least, I'd leave and go play that old arcade game, Narc, because I enjoyed that a lot. That was fun. I love that game. Yeah, I actually great. played that in Chicago a few weeks, uh, in mid-October. Ah. Remember, because remember how like, the the uh, it was so the, violent. Well, the, the junkies would throw the, the uh, syringes at yeah! you. <laughs> yeah, you had to shoot them. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I did that to a drug dealer in Prague once, actually. Threw a syringe at him, uh, and I threatened him with a syringe. Oh, wow. yeah, he didn't care. He was wow. from Albania. He grew up in ashes. Dude, he really didn't give a shit. They're impervious to the yeah. AIDS virus. Yeah, <laughs> you have to worry about that. Anyway, people uh, call the. I was raised by dogs. Dogs. <laughs> Anyway, people call us take it on hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. We have time for um actually it's, this isn't even an email, it's a comment that came via Facebook that we thought was worth worthy of mentioning here on the show. Mm. Patrick Satan I don't even know if that's how you say his name. Satan. Made a comment on Facebook about the whole Cotton Mather time traveling thing we were talking about last week. Yes. So Harrison did some research. He he's got like a thesis on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to go, it's long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to give you a few parts. But if you're looking for it, you know, the book, The Magnolia Christi Americana is available online. And the section of it, I believe it's in book six. It's a long fucking book. Uh, And it's uh, called A Faithful Account of Many Wonderful and Surprising Things, which happened in the town of Gloucester in the year 1692. So I don't know, Deep, maybe you want to play some like chamber music in yeah, the background. Yeah, I was background. about to say, I was yeah. like just in my mind thinking yeah. of like, uh, yeah, some mm. chamber music tunes here. Right, yeah, of course. Ebenezer Bapson going toward a fresh meadow saw two men which looked like a Frenchman, one of them having a bright gun upon his back and both running a great pace toward him, which caused him to make the best of his way to the garrison. A bright gun? Is that like a laser gun or it's something? Like, it's like I, a... He was like a Throwing Muses fan, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a shiny gun. Metal wasn't shiny back then, yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. You know, that's weird. And, of course, every other word is capitalized. And um, S's are F's. And that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or F's or S, whatever, right? So, um... 
they were running to and fro from the corn into the bushes. Um, Babson presently overtook two of them, which run out of the bushes, and coming close to them, he presented his gun at them, and his gun missing fire, and two men return into the bushes. Basically, they're chasing these guys all over fucking town in Gloucester, Massachusetts, which is now a town entirely inhabited by heroin-addicted fishermen. <laughs> what, what do these guys look like? What are they wearing? Uh, a blue, a blue uh, shirt and a white waistcoat and white pants. White breeches. A blue sh- okay, blue shirt, white waistcoat, white yeah. breeches. That's a little weird. Are, they were they like, Vulcans? They actually sound like the, the weird future people in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yeah. That's actually what, what they were sound they like. What are they called? The Aurelians? No, what am I no, thinking of? <laughs> what am I thinking of? Lord Rail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the weird alien Jesus character. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's different. And, um, yeah, and it's like, uh, you know, quite... He said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he shot. As soon as his gun was off, they all fell down. He said, he'd killed three. He'd killed three. But coming almost unto them, they all rose up, and one of them shot at him. And hearing the bullet whiz by him, he ran behind a tree. So basically, they keep shooting these guys. Their guns keep misfiring, or they'll shoot them, and the people will fall down and stand back up like they have bulletproof vests on. Right? Ah. Yeah. So and this keeps happening over the course of days, like a whole wait, bunch wait, of. This re- battle took a took over. No, over it's the course like of days. And then Ebenezer Babson goes home, and then the next day Isaac Prince, with mm. a long gun, shot at some idiots with swan shot, and they're running all over the place unnaturally fast. Um, one of them looked like an Indian. One of them looked like a Frenchman. Okay, yeah. Huh. That's that's what I'm talking so, about. So did they end up killing these people? No, no, it these kept time happening. Travelers. Um, and they they run. Uh, they run with speed, he says, which is kind of a weird thing. Uh, Scouting in the woods saw another of these strange men having on a blue shirt and white breeches and something about his head. So, yeah, basically Hmm. the the theory, I believe that after like a few days, they they disappeared, you know. Um, But when he came home, this is another guy, Babson, saw them again when he came home he snapped his gun several times sometimes with a few coins of powder and yet it did not once misfire where he literally shot at this motherfucker like 20 times missed every time force field uh and uh after this there occurred several strange things strange and things being capitalized both of them uh but now concluding they were but specters they took little further notice of them it's like, ah, oh, I see. So they just dismiss apparitions. Ah, we got to ignore Paranormal them. activity. Yeah. I discount um, that. Yeah. And, uh, and then somebody actually calls in. This is basically like the original Sick and Wrong, this book. Hmm. Yeah. Where he basically is like, um, that Gloucester was not alarmed last summer for above a fortnight together by real French and Indians, but that the devil and his agents were the cause of all the molestation, which at this time befell the town, in the name of whose inhabitants I would take upon me to entreat your earnest prayers to the Father of Mercies, and that those apparitions may not prove the sad omens of some future and more horrible molestations to them. Sir. Wow. That, 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 was, uh, that was pretty good. You're very pretty good. humble servant, J.E. Wow. D. Nice. Michael. I'm going to have to uh, add some music to this. <laughs> yeah, you definitely Because this is like, will. you know, moments in history with Harrison. Uh-huh. Yeah, guys. I like that. Moments there's a, there's in a historical precedence to this show, guys. All right? Just remember that. <laughs> 
So there you go, Cotton Mather. Uh, I uh-huh. think he probably was smoking some really good weed that day. They're, they have a sexy version of him on that show, Salem. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like a sexy, scholarly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I tried watching one episode of that show, and I lasted about 10 minutes. It's retarded, but it's fun. Um, it's fun. I'm, I, have a, I have fun. God, what was that other show with a guy that played like an emo Frankenstein and uh, Dracula? Penny Arcade. Penny no, Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. That show was the same kind. Of, that, that kind of reminded me of Salem. It's a soap opera. Yeah, it's know? a soap opera. It's really with silly, monsters. but it kind yeah, of works. Yeah. All right. Monster soap opera. Anyway, uh, thank you, Patrick Satan, for uh, sharing that. And uh, that was a moment in history with Harrison. Uh, people, iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Subscribe, rate, comment. We do appreciate that. Uh, we also had a couple people order some t-shirts this week, too. I'm almost out of the Aleister Crowley tea. But you can get, we'll get plenty of teas at the Cafe Press store. Uh, go to cigarompodcast.com slash store and just click on Cafe Press. You can go right there. Uh, finally, here's Cigarom Song of the Week. So have you ever heard this? Like, If mm. you're pulled over, yeah, you have drugs. Right. Pulled over drugs. Of course I have drugs. Are you going to toss the drugs out the window? Are you going to shove the drugs into your sock, or are you going to eat the drugs? Are you going to ingest the drugs? Eat them. You'd eat them? In the bag, hopefully, so that the bag can just go through me without... So if you had like a gram of cocaine, you'd just swallow yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Have you done that before? Um, I tried to do something like that once, but I got my ass beat by the cops. And he pulled that out of your mouth? Uh, no, I was actually trying to dissolve heroin in Coca-Cola. Oh, you just poured it into the Coke? Yeah, yeah. That's a good um, idea. But I didn't get all of it in there before he tackled me and I remember, pounded uh, the life out of me. I remember getting pulled over and I yeah. ate a joint that was in my ashtray. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just ate it. I just grabbed it and just shoved the whole thing. Like, we were just about to smoke it mm. and then we got pulled over and it was just sitting in the ashtray in my car and I was just like, what, what the fuck am I, am I going to do? I just grabbed it and just ate it. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do. It's that's instinct. That's what you do. That's what yeah. you do. Well, if, if I had eaten the heroin, I'd be, I'd, I would have died. Yeah. Because it was in wax paper. It would have, yeah. Wouldn't yeah, that, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't know no. if I would do that with cocaine. Well, if it's in a plastic bag sealed, you're fine. You know? I don't know if I'd be, wanting, I don't know if I'd be willing to take the risk. I probably would rather just shove it in my shoe. Because they're not going to make you take your shoes off. I feel like off. I could do a gram of cocaine and survive that all at once. You know? Could yeah, pl- maybe. Plug it. Plug it. Plug it, guys. Yeah, but are they going to search your shoes? Maybe yes. if they arrest yes, you. Yes, they are. They are going to search your shoes. Not if they shoes. just pull you over. Well, where I was, I was visiting a known drug house, so they were definitely oh, going to search yeah, my yeah, fucking yeah. shoes. I guarantee you that. You probably would have had to uh, shove it up the keister. Mm. Um, they were camping. I mean, they were totally camping on that house. Oh, so they were just sto- they were yeah. um, staked. Yeah. They staked it out. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Fuckers. So we, even in places where recreational marijuana has been legalized, possessing more than the designated amount puts you mm. at risk for both a misdemeanor and a felony charge. Yeah. So if you get stopped. Like you were at the drug house here mm. with weed in your possession, I mean, you totally get arrested. So some people panic mm. and they just eat their drugs. But is it better to destroy your stash than get busted with it? That's the question. Only if you can eat it without them seeing you do it. Well, I guess I think that's I, the, the, with me. I didn't even think about it. I just grabbed it, shoved it in my mouth, and ate it, and just swallowed it. Uh, but eating your drugs to avoid a possession charge is quite possibly the worst thing you could do, according to these Texas lawyers, Will Hudson and Chris Harris. Yeah, but possession of marijuana is a misdemeanor. Possession of a Class A substance is a felony. Yeah. So, it, so maybe with marijuana it would be a Class B. But right. it's a Class B misdemeanor. But if you, if you get caught eating the drug, 
then not only is it a misdemeanor for having it, mm-hmm. it's a misdemeanor for tampering with evidence. Right. But that's better than fucking, you know. Well. And if they don't have the drugs, there's no possession. There's no possession if they don't have the Yeah, but if drugs. they catch you trying to eat it. And then they get you and to they cough it, it out, up yeah. like a dog. You know, like a dog that ate <laughs> chocolate or something. Give me the Heimlich or something. <laughs> so spit anyway, it out. Spit it. Spit it. Spit it. <laughs> So these two lawyers here, Will Hudson and Chris Harris, wrote a song, an informational song called Don't Eat Your Weed. It's kind of a folksy tune. So we're going to end the show here with an informative song called Don't Eat Your Weed. Uh, People, I hope everyone had a safe and happy Thanksgiving with their families. And uh, just don't mention anything about that you've heard on Sick and Wrong with your family because it's probably not something you want to discuss at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Unless it's the scholarly news gathering of a young Cotton Mather. Although I wonder how many people are going to be talking about the uh, the election results. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awkward as fuck. That's going to be very awkward. I'm basically, I mean, when I go home for Christmas, I'll just, I'll have a rule. Nobody talks just politics. Just don't even mention yeah. it. I, I will, think- if you're talking in the car, I'm going to grab the steering wheel and spin it to the right and kill us all. You know what you should do is you should get like a, a little button or something that yeah. like uh, makes it like an air horn or just uh, a Venezuela. Or yeah, Vuvuzela. Or the hip hop. Yeah, one of those. Thing. One of the. Or yeah. maybe just like someone just screaming, "Stop!" Yeah. You know, and you just as soon as someone brings it up, just like. Argh. Oh, like those weird keychains that are like. Yeah. Fart, 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 fart. Ass. As soon, yeah, as soon as uh, yeah. someone mentions Trump at the dinner table. Okay. You could do that. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving to all those people who celebrate it. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode five sixty one. Till then, take it easy. Hi, I'm Will Hudson, and I'm Chris Harris. You know, kids, if you're in possession of less than two ounces of marijuana in the state of Texas, that is a Class B misdemeanor. Unless you make the really stupid decision to try to either alter, destroy, or conceal your weed while you're standing next to a police officer. Don't do that. Then it becomes the third-degree felony of tampering with evidence. We wrote a song to help you remember this. Don't eat your weed. Moving down the road, you're driving pretty slow Cause you've got some marijuana on you Just an ounce or maybe two Oh, oh, red and blues Flashing in the rear view You pull off to the shoulder No, please don't eat your weed Cause it's only a class B before as the officer approaches you try to eat your roaches and you throw your weed out the door oh no the cop sees you cause that's what he's trained to do now you're in big trouble
any sense Let the cops find who's your weed There's a kind of probation called deferred adjudication And there's lots of other ways to plead It's just a misdemeanor You can hire a cleaner Still not a felony, but you couldn't keep that much weed, probably. Ha 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 ha! I like to light my cigars with twenty pound notes paid for by the BBC. Then I like dirty girls to blow the flames out from the notes. I'm old school British Broadcasting Company. I like children and I like to eat them. But there's nothing more I like than the second wrong podcast with D. Simon and Lance Wackerly. Ha 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 ha.